Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, 4 o'clock hour here. The Hockman and Crowder extravaganza. Let me start with the stock market report. Market just closed. As sponsored by Anna Jorn Levine, accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Dow Jones up 40 points, which is nothing in today's day and age. Just kind of mm-hmm. no movement at all. S&P 500 up 2.75 points, which is... A bunch of nothing, and the NASDAQ down 13 points. That is a bunch of nothing as well, so not much movement on Wall Street. Uh, We'll get headlines here from Dan Day. He is filling in for Solana, who left after the first headlines on today's program. Go to a doctor's appointment. He'll be back on the air at 6.15 for preheat. And uh, then John Michaels from Atlanta will join us for 15 minutes of heat. And uh, Heaton Hawks again tonight, second time in a row. They played on Saturday night. Before we get to uh, headlines with Dan Day, let me do a little cat talk here. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Look, I'm holding a Celsius right now. How about that? What you got? There are some Celsius in the refrigerator. If you want one, this yes. is sparkling kiwi guava. That's a good flavor right came there. Came back with one, huh? How about that? You're selfish. That's a, uh, that's a good <laughs> can selfish. right there. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. So I had mentioned this earlier. Florida Panthers have a bunch of home games in a row, which obviously they need to get uh, a bunch of wins in those. So they've got... They won Saturday at home. They were hosting Pittsburgh, all right? They've got the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. You and I will be out at FLA Live Arena doing the show there. Friday, they host the Chicago Blackhawks. Saturday, they host Winnipeg. Then, they're off after Saturday's game all the way until the following Thursday. They have, what, four days off in a row. Wow. And then on Thursday the 16th, they host Montreal, And then the following Saturday, the 18th, they host New Jersey. Five home games in a row. You got to come out with a bunch of dubs. You really do. Four Um, four out of five. That would be great. Yeah. So it starts tomorrow. Again, we'll be at FLA Live Arena, and then you'll be able to hear the game here 
on 560 WQAM. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. I'm doing like a commercial here because we're on video. Uh, Again, game day fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Let us get headlines here with Daniel Day. Tomorrow at FLA Live Arena, a little lanyap, as we say in South Louisiana, a little something extra. Not only are you and Hawk and Crowder going to be out there, but Jonathan Quick. That's Stanley right. Cup first, uh, is it his first game Second. with Vegas? Second. Second. He won his first game. All right. Very good. So that's a little something interesting, yep. I think. A little lanyap, a little something extra. Think people, and then uh, if you want to go see the Blackhawks on Friday, no more uh, um, Kane. I'm drawing a blank on his Patrick. first name. Patrick Kane. Could not think of his first With name. The Rangers now. Patrick I know Kane. it. Yeah, you know it's popular. That, name. that was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm a hockey guy. Goalies get so much rest. <laughs> I made people mad. Yeah, we can ask Goldie. We can bring uh, Moeller and Goldie back on tomorrow and <laughs> ask him again. Let's just act like it never happened. Oh, let's ask him again, right? You'll ask him again. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> let Moeller think that he's experiencing like some deja vu or something. I'm going to do it. You know, someone asked me that the other day. I can't remember who. <laughs> <laughs> These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. John Michael, take this. The Saints are going to be signing Derek Carr later on today. That means he's going to be wreaking havoc on the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> twice a season. So who's the who's the the Falcons quarterback? Um, Mariota? Mariota? No. no it, um, is it the boy from Florida? Felipe Frank? Is he still there? Is that who it is? I don't know because <laughs> Mariota's gone. But well, was Mariota their quarterback all season last season? Did they, they, no, they added somebody. Didn't they draft somebody? Boy, I'm telling you, the offseason, like, we are terrible. everything goes out the window. You know what? A lot of movement nowadays, Hawk. Back in my day, people got on a team and they were there. You're not kidding. I mean, you're making a joke. That was in my day, especially in football, it was so rare to move teams in football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're there and you have your rookie deal and you stay. Guys didn't complain as much either. It's Now it's, oh, it hurt my feelings. Youngsters. Yeah, speaking of moving around, though, Udonis Haslam, he hadn't gone anywhere in 20 years. He's been right here in South Florida playing for the Heat, but this is going to be his final season. No matter what, he says he is going to be retiring at the end of the year. Desmond Ritter. They have nobody. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, Logan Woodside, and Felipe Frank. Whew! It's a bunch of nothing. My bus driver was the quarterback. You're not not lying. Uh, Derek Carr is going to run roughshod (laughs) over the Falcons. How'd you, how'd you like to be a receiver for the Falcons? Can I get the ball? Can I get the ball? Didn't I see uh, Ridley was uh, reinstated? Yes. So whoever it is has a weapon. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, – I'm a big fan of sports gambling, and I do not think anyone should be suspended. I don't care what you're betting on. <laughs> Bet away. The Heat, they do play the Hawks tonight, 730 tip over there at Miami Dade Arena. Yeah, we'll do uh, 50 minutes of Heat in the next segment. Let me just see if the lines have – Changed it all. Kevin so Love, out. Kevin Love's out, right? Right. Heat are three two points. and a half point Ooh, favorites. Yeah, smooth. it says drop by a half point. Mm. Trey Young over under on points tonight twenty three and a half. He had eight the other night. Is that all he had on yeah, Saturday and, night? And, and he had six going into the last minute. He got a bunny at the very Did end. Did they make him look? I didn't see Saturday night's game because I was at a Pell's wedding. Did they? Because I remember in the playoffs. Remember they made yeah. Trey Young look silly. The Heat right. did. 
Did they make him look silly on yep. Saturday night? I guess if you ended with eight De- points. DeJounte Murray didn't even really show out. It was kind of just a ho-hum game from the Hawks. Jimmy Butler over under on points tonight, 22 and a half. Tyler Hero, 20 and a half. Bam out of bio, 19 and a half. DeJounte Murray, 19 and a half. So there you go. We'll talk a little heat Bam. with uh, with John Michaels in the next segment. Like Bam's over. Bam over? Bam over. Hmm. Doesn't get old saying this. The Hurricanes basketball team defeated Pitt Saturday 78-76, making them co-champs of the ACC with Virginia. Yeah, pretty cool. And because they own the tiebreaker, that means the Canes are the number one seed in the ACC tournament, as uh, Dan mentioned in the 3 o'clock hour. Double bye, baby. Thursday at noon might be Syracuse. Thursday at noon, you will hear it here on 560 WQAM. As I complain about being in the SEC and winning football games, y'all should can y'all should just praise winning yep. the ACC in yep. basketball. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. They never had a hiccup this season. Nope. It really didn't. It was really a just an enjoyable basketball season. They lost like a game. It had right. like a ten game they, one, right. they, one game. They, they would lose a game here and there. To a good in, team. In, 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 it was like in previous seasons. They would they would have like you know you think they're on the upward trajectory and then all of a sudden they'd lose three in a row and teams that weren't ranked and not this season yeah, and then adding all the pieces early on it was hey let's see how the guys work together yeah. they have to figure it out they didn't they had to figure out how to use Nigel Pack I'll tell you that much you're not kidding I'll tell you that even that one home loss against Florida State I mean tip your oh. hat to them they had a buzzer beater from half court covered I mean, yeah. so a bunch of people saying that uh, Ridley plays for the Jaguars now mm-hmm. so. I got that wrong. Somebody else texts in that Felipe Franks is now a tight end. <laughs> so we may have gotten that wrong. He's on the depth chart on ESPN. Got that right. <laughs> How about Joe Zagaki earlier getting ahead of himself in the ACC tournament? He's like, they're playing Syracuse, that's they're why playing I, Duke. That's why I this? stopped him because if you do that with Coach Larinaga around, he will kick your ass. <laughs> we tried to do it once on the, you know, during when we were interviewing him. I'm like, well, you know, you got so and so, but Duke is next. He's like, no, we got this team Damn. coming up. <laughs> Joe wanted to talk about the championship <laughs> game against saying. Virginia. Like, He's like, that. that'll be a game right there. I can't wait to call. He was it, already right? talking about the Elite Eight. <laughs> Joe, Joe is jacked up. <laughs> Joe's prime time. Inter Miami, they've started the season two and zero. Recently, defeating the Philadelphia Union on Saturday, two nil. They have another challenge this weekend. They're going up to Yankee Stadium to play NYCFC. That is going to be kicking off seven thirty Saturday. All right, very cool. Today, Mike McDaniel's fortieth birthday. Happy birthday, Coach. Canes football team opened spring practice this past weekend. Tyler Van Dyke says this is going to be the season for the Canes. Of course, the season opens September 1st against the other Miami, Miami of Ohio. I hope he is right. Better be right. I hope he is right. Mario's sake. <laughs> John Jones is the UFC heavyweight champion after defeating Frenchman Cyril Gaon two minutes into the match due to submission on Saturday. Yeah, that was a uh, quickie and a no-doubter. Mm, John Jones. I got to get to Crowder's story. I I will do that after John Michaels, <laughs> John right? John Jones. John Jones. Come on, John. All right, I'll tell it real quick. <laughs> Just real, do it real quick. I don't want to get into the 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 meat of the story, yes. but tell everybody what you did on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday morning. So we were supposed to talk to John Jones because he was fighting. Right for the pivot. For the pivot. So we were going out to talk to him, and it was actually he, he was honest, and I love it. He was like, "If I win, I'll talk to y'all." I'm not coming on in the morning after I lose. I'm not doing it. So we're all waiting around till one in the morning to see how this fight goes. Right. We have flights reserved, but we have to. I'm not getting on a flight to Vegas if he loses just to be there. 
He wins. We also we got to go five thirty. So a. so he wins. You're texting with Fred and Ryan, and it's like, all right, we got to get out to Vegas now. I actually we'll dozed off because I'm old. <laughs> I didn't even couldn't even watch the fight. So then they, I see my phone start being and ding ding ding. I wake up and I see it, and I look. He won. Okay, so we have to be there the next morning, five thirty a.m. yesterday morning. I'm on a plane, so I had to wake up at four thirty. Five thirty leaves, gets to Atlanta at what seven, leaves Atlanta at eight to get to Vegas from Atlanta. Fly all the way out there, get to Vegas their time like ten thirty. He's supposed to be ready at 11.30. Where, and where are you going to interview him? The Aria. Okay. That's where you usually stay. Got a little hookup there. We get our little rooms and all. Very I have nice. my little my little Great card. Great property. Yeah, it is nice. So I got my little card, whatever. He ends up flat out saying, hey, I won. I was hanging out. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing anything so today. So it's, it, it's like a couple hours before you're supposed to do the interview and, yep. and whoever is working for the pivots, like, all right, we good to go. And he's like, I'm, I'm, I party last night. I was coming off of this, that. My, my family's in town and all. Like, I can't do it. He's just flat out said, I can't do it. Come to New Mexico to my house. Whatever y'all want, we'll do it. So we're gonna try to make it there. So I just flew to Vegas for no damn reason. But you are on. You are in me so much. Not even understanding the influence you have over me. As soon as he cancels, I say, you know what? There's a hell of a pizza place downstairs. Because Aria has a restaurant. The pizza's stupid. The cold fire, whatever. They cook it in front of you. So I go get a pizza, and then I have 30 minutes. What else is Hawk going to do if he's sitting in the casino for 30 minutes? He's going to go gamble. So I go and gamble. I was walking around as Mark Hockman for three hours in Vegas. I ate pizza. I went and gambled. I mean, it makes me so proud. And I hit him in the head, too. So you sit down at a roulette table. Mm-hmm. You've got 30 minutes. Yep. Put a little money on the number. Hit the first one. My, my number's 11. I always load up on 11, 17, 7. Yours is 23. 23. But I'm doing so much Mark Hockman stuff right now, I got to bet 23 now because I'm eating pizza and gambling at a casino. Living that life. Second roll of the roulette wheel. Ooh. 23 hits. There you go. Ooh. And this dude plays stakes now. I'm throwing quarters. This dude Ooh. is playing stakes <laughs> now. I used to go out to Vegas. This is pre-pivot. This is Crowder on AM radio money. I mean, to see him break with a $100 bill. Let me get dollars, please. Dollars, please. <laughs> now he's playing quarter. Quarter means $25 chips, by the way, if you're not mm-hmm. a gambler out in Vegas. So quarters are the green chips, $25 chips. You're playing greenies at roulette table. You're doing all right, Mr. Pivot. Dude hit him in the head. Yes. So I But you so but you flew hit twice. 19 I hit twice. Like I'm talking about I sat there for 30 minutes and I probably hit 6 or 7. I mean, when you get in a weird zone and with roulette cuz it doesn't make any sense because it's just a random number. Sometimes you just get in a zone. I don't play 19. 19 hit on one of the losses I had, and some random dude that wasn't even playing yelled, run it back, 19. Nothing sweeter than a repeater. So I heard the number 19. I had to put it back on there. Repeated. Nothing sweeter than a repeater. Anyway. I'm talking about I was rolling. So you flew out to Vegas yesterday morning, Mm -hmm. had a slice of pizza, played 30 minutes of roulette, and flew back to South Florida. Six hours both ways. I was in <laughs> Vegas for less than three hours. It is so great, man. Pizza roulette flew back. It is so great. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> the thing is, though, John Jones canceling won you money. You know what? I can look at it that yeah. way. I like the way you totally. think. Totally.
Totally. Man, you that, just that whole me walking into the casino thinking about pizza mm. and I got to get on the table. But that like, you, that is you so ruined my that life. is so me to get to a city and there's a particular food like you're thinking about that pizza at Aria. Yep. I'd be thinking about in and out burger, you know, across from uh where is it, Monte Carlo maybe? Oh, actually there's one now in that in that Link area. There's an in and out burger, but yeah, it would uh it's exactly what I would do. Yeah. If I was there for a couple of hours, Little bit of food, probably in and out burger for me. Little bit of roulette, and then I'm gonzo. And they got uh, they got the cute name for the pizza there. And you know, since I'm extremely attractive, all the waitresses remember me when I go somewhere. <laughs> so we're in Vegas a lot at the Aria, and the lady walked in. The funny thing, last time I was there, I wasn't eating meat, so the lady was like, "Oh, that's hey, funny. You want the big veggie?" I said, no, ma'am, the carnivore. <laughs> no, ma'am. And uh, <laughs> if you have a gas station hot dog, I'll take one of those. <laughs> What's the closest gas station? Have me a carnivore on the way. That's excellent. Yes. Anything else, Dan? Would have learned from that story. My heroes are John Jones and Vegas Hawk and Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not throwing around quarters. I'll tell you that. <laughs> ah, I would have cried if I lost. That is, yeah, I mean, man. that is baller behavior. All right, anything else? Real quick, weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7-866-954-MORE. It's around 80 degrees in South Florida and a pretty, 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 pretty day. It is indeed. John Michaels is going to join us in the next segment for 15 minutes of heat. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Future Mo Rila vibes. What'd you say? I say future Mo, M-O, R-E-A-L-A, Rila vibes. Hawk and Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Crowder. All right, we'll do 15 minutes of heat here, although we can cover a few things with our friend John Michaels. He's on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. John Michaels hosts mornings on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. He'd beat the Hawks Saturday night. I just learned during Dan Day's update in the last segment that Trey Young only had eight points. I was at a wedding, so I didn't even uh, I didn't even see it. But they host the uh, Hawks again tonight, and uh, that also means Crowder that the Hawks have spent the weekend in Miami. I <laughs> so love it. You take that for what it's worth when it comes to their performance tonight. Uh, John Michaels is with us. Hello, John. Uh, Crowder, don't be mad that you don't know Jane's Addiction. The only reason I know Jane's Addiction is they used to be subject of ridicule on Beavis and Butthead. Didn't they have that song, Hawk, Been Caught Stealing? Yeah. Where they had the video where they were in the grocery store yes. stealing stuff. Yep. Like shoving meat down yep. their pants. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Been Caught Stealing and uh, Jane Says is another big hit from uh, from Jane's Addiction. So uh, the heat, so th- this is where we're at NBA-wise, John. The Heat are the seventh seed right now. Hawks would have been the seventh seed if they beat them on Saturday night, but the Hawks are the eighth seed right now. This is not exactly a battle of two NBA powerhouses right now, unfortunately. Um, and who else? The Hawks, didn't they, they fired their head coach uh, a week or two ago. They hired Quinn Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the feeling, I guess, in Hawks Nation right now, John? Man, it is 50-50 on what to do. You know, a lot of us thought during the trading deadline, all right, it's time to move John Collins. He's been in the mix to be traded now for seemingly since he signed his deal three years ago. Every offseason, every trading deadline, his name has come up. And then right after the trading deadline where they acquired Sadiq Bay, they fired Nate McMillan. And a lot of conjecture came out that him and Trey Young didn't get along. Trey Young started to be labeled a coach killer. He actually called one of your intercom brethren a hoe. Uh, on social media for calling him out. John, we don't play. we don't use that kind of language on this show. I'm talking about Entercom. It's Odyssey. How dare you? That's that's insulting. It's Odyssey. <laughs> Either way, Trey Young has rabbit ears for members of the media, and honestly, Hawks fans are kind of sick of it. You're now into the fifth year of the Trey Young experiment. They went out and traded for DeJounte Murray. You know, you drafted DeAndre Hunter with the fourth pick, on Yeka Kongwu with the sixth pick. Quite frankly, the Hawks are just a mediocre team. Had they not made an Eastern Conference Finals run in the COVID year, nobody would think about the Hawks really uh, anything other than being an eight seed. So, you know, Quinn Snyder's brought in. He obviously worked wonders with Donovan Mitchell in Utah, although the knock on him there was he could never get out of the second round. Hawks fans would uh, you know, go crazy if they could get to the second round and not be in the play-in tournament. You're right. This is not where the Heat were supposed to be. I thought the Hawks, honestly, would be battling for a five or six seed, yet now these two teams are battling to see who gets eliminated by Milwaukee or Boston in the first round. 
And, John, what's going on? Because I read something on the way in here where it says a toxic locker room. Is that caused by Trey Young? Did they make a miscalculation giving Trey Young the, 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 the keys to this organization? Because I would think a little kid like himself would run a toxic locker room. Yeah, and that's what it seems like, Channing, is that he might be the crux of all the problems. Now, his camp will tell you there is thing as a toxic locker room. But we'll wind about a year and a half ago. The Hawks are coming off the Eastern Conference Finals in which they lose to Milwaukee in six games the year the Bucks win the title. They come back in November and get off to a really slow start, and Trey Young makes a comment that probably didn't get a lot of play nationally, but we went crazy with it. He said, you know, the regular season's kind of boring. We'll turn it on. And my thought was, who the hell are you guys to say anything's boring just because you had one little Eastern Conference Finals run? It's not like you've had a history of being a, a knockdown organization. He gets Lloyd Pierce fired, so to speak, and that was beforehand. He, you know, him and Lloyd didn't get along. And then there was talk that him and Nate McMillan didn't get along. So I don't know that the players themselves have issues. You know, I've never heard anything from one of the players say they have a problem with Trey Young, but that is definitely something that's been making the rounds is that the Hawks are a toxic locker room. And if you watch him play Saturday night against the Heat, Trey Young looked like he wanted to be anywhere but on the floor. Awful ball game. He was like 1 of 12 until he hits a useless layup with about 30 seconds left when the game was out of reach. And I saw a stat today that blew my mind. In his last eight games against the Heat, he's shooting 30% from the field and he has 49 turnovers. You want to talk about the Heat being his daddy? The Heat absolutely owned Trey Young. Yeah, I was saying that to Crowder. Like, I mean, I remember the the playoffs when they they made him look silly. And again, I didn't see the game Saturday night, so I didn't. uh, I didn't know if they made him look silly, but those stats that you're saying, yeah, they are his daddy right now. I did read an article. The headline was, the Hawks have a Trey Young problem, and Quinn Snyder is here to fix it. So is is that the notion? that like Because you're – I mean, the Hawks are married to Trey Young at this point, I'm guessing, so it's – we need a coach that can fix it because he – it is weird, though, when, when John, when you bring it up, like they had that one mm-hmm. season – because I thought this dude was the next NBA star. I'm talking superstar, and I guess the, I guess he hasn't been that. So is that what, is is Quinn Snyder there to make it work with Trey Young? He has to be, and he got eight million bucks a year over a five year period. I'll say Trey Young is a star. I'm not going to knock that guy. You don't average twenty seven and ten in this league on accident. Like the Heat would pay money to trade Chubby Kyle Lowry for Kyle, for Trey Young in that production right about now, but there's something off. It's the 30-foot logo threes down eight, you know, with six minutes to go with 10 on the shot clock. You know, there's things like that that just seem to be a miss, and it doesn't seem like the offense that Lloyd Pierce or Nate McMillan ran really accentuated what Trey can do. I don't know if you want him off the ball, and I know they traded for DeJounte Murray to give them some opportunity to let DeJounte run the point. You know, their best season, they also had veterans around them. Granted, Danilo Gallinari is not a superstar by any stretch of the imagination. Him and Lou Williams gave them something off the bench that they haven't had since then. And part of the biggest problem is you always compare Trey to Luka Doncic, and Luka's a star as well, although Dallas is just two games over five hundred. Remember, part of that trade was to acquire uh, Cam Reddish, who they took with the 10th pick. Cam Reddish is on his third team now in four years. So had Cam panned out, and been exactly what they thought they would be, you know, Trey Young wouldn't be getting as much heat as he is. But uh, Quinn Snyder has to come in and fix it. I like how you said they're married to Trey Young. My disclaimer with the NBA is always 
for now. Because how many of these entitled bratty, and I'm not saying Trey is this, but entitled bratty superstars around the league, when they get tired of in the, being in the situation they're in, they just quiet their way out of town. You know, we've seen it, whether it's James Harden, Kevin Durant, you name it. When guys want to leave, they get out of town. And I hope that doesn't happen with Trey Young because the Hawks need him as a superstar to keep putting butts in seats on a regular basis. And, John, you're great for this conversation because you're in Atlanta, you cover the Hawks, but you're a crazy Heat fan as well. So to talk to you about this, these, these, these number of games are pretty cool. But at, on the Heat side, now put your fan cap on because you said it. Mm-hmm. The Hawks were going to be in the play-in. There was, that was the expectations. The Heat weren't supposed to be this low. What's going on with the Heat that we're talking about them where they're jockeying for seven with the Hawks? Yeah, the number one thing I'll point to is three-point shooting. Miami was number one in the league a year ago, knocking down threes, and it wasn't until the Boston series where suddenly the three-point shot last year in the playoffs just went away. This year they're 28th or 29th, and there was a stat I saw I want to say it's open threes, meaning there's not a defender within five feet of you, which in the NBA is like a warm-up shot. The Heat are either last or dead last in wide-open threes. So the shots that they were hitting a year ago, whether it was Max Struess or Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, you know, P.J. Tucker was on the team. He's not here this year. Tyler Hero. These guys just flat-out aren't hitting these shots this year. And I watched probably 97% of their games. I may miss a 10.30 at night tip you know, getting up at 4.30 in the morning, I can't do so. It also doesn't look like the defense has the same bulldog mentality that Eric Spolster has preached, you know, for 15 to 20 years with the organization. It seems like there's stretches. And the Philly game the other night, without Joel Embiid, they just didn't look like they gave a damn on defense. And it was a struggle. And the same thing against New York. New York had 71 points in the first half. They looked like the Harlem Globetrotters going up and down the court. And the Heat just had no resistance. I think part of it, you obviously over-exaggerated who Kyle Lowry was. And I want you guys to remember, the day that we made the trade, I was on with you and I said a B-minus for Kyle Lowry. I never wanted him in Miami. And I wish now Goran Dragic and Precious Achua and Cap Space were still in Miami. You know, it's obviously hindsight being twenty twenty at this point. But three-point shooting and defense have eluded the heat. And if they don't get right, They'll get out of the play-in round because I think Jimmy Butler and Bam and Tyler will will their way into the postseason. Milwaukee or Boston will wipe the floor with these, this team. They better get the six where they have a chance against Philadelphia. That's what I was going to ask you. Let's say they, they avoid the play-in game and avoid the fate of Goran Dragic and Miami, uh, Milwaukee and, uh, and Boston. But are, are they a team – because – in, in years past, it kind of doesn't matter where the Heat end up seeding-wise. You don't want to face them in the playoffs. And I wonder, do you still kind of have that notion, you know, where it's like, hey, it's been a weird season and Kyle Lowry's been out now for a while and I would certainly love to have that cap space back as well, like you just mentioned. But is, is, are, are they a team where you go, you know what? Jimmy Butler come playoff time. All bets are off. If I'm an NBA team, I don't want to play the Heat in the playoffs. If I'm Philadelphia, I don't want to play the Heat in the playoffs. Give me the Knicks, the Cavs, the Nets. Some about Philly brings out the best. Jimmy Butler obviously has an axe to grind with the 76ers organization. And let's be real. Raise your hand if you trust James Harden in the playoffs. Okay, everybody has their hands down because nobody trusts James Harden in the playoff. He's going to have one or two games where he gives you 30, and then he's going to have three or four games where he goes three for 17. Now, Embiid's obviously a load. Tyrese Maxey has become a, a really good player for their team. But I think we match up pretty well with them. And Philly 
does not want to see in the opening round the Miami Heat. Now, Boston and Milwaukee, they don't care. They're going to look and say undersized. You know, granted, Omer Yurtsevin's coming back tonight, so maybe we'll have a little more size. But they're going to say undersized, can't shoot. We've already seen how this plays out in Milwaukee outside of the two games we won without Giannis early on in the year, has mopped the floor with the Heat. So I think your lot in life to get out of the first round better be against Philadelphia or maybe Cleveland. Outside of that, I don't see a win in the actual first round if they get out of the, out of the play. And, John, out of them top dogs, because Boston was supposed to be unbeatable early in the season. They had that run, but now the Bucks are on the run. Who's better? Who's the best team in the East? I think if I got to go in a seven-game series, I still take Boston. Um, as much as that makes me want to puke to think about the Celtics getting back to an NBA Finals, but some about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as a combination. Marcus Smart playing defense. Robert Williams when he's healthy. You know they've got pieces, and now you add Malcolm Brogdon, who they picked up in the offseason to be that catalyst off the bench to go with. Oh my goodness, is it Derek White with the crazy hair and the headband that's about nine inches too far back? Those dudes can score. Milwaukee's on a great run right now. I think they won, what, 16 in a row before a loss the other day. But I still trust in a seven-game series, Brown and Tatum, to come out. And I think this is the year Boston's going to win the NBA title. Because I look over in the West, and I just don't trust gun-toting John Morant. I don't know that Denver can actually get things done in a seven-game series with the pressure on. So uh, if I'm taking today, whatever it is, March the 6th, Boston's going to win an NBA title, and all of us are going to be worse for it. What about Phoenix, though? What? You conveniently uh, left Phoenix off that uh, list. Show me that Chris Paul can win a title. And I know he's got Kevin Durant. I was going to say, he's got a little more backup this time. <laughs> we had it two years ago. He's up 2 nothing in the finals against Milwaukee, and they just let it get away. Phoenix is going to be a tough out. I mean, no doubt about it. You know who they play right now in the opening round? Golden State. Oh, my God goodness i'll be up till two in the morning every night watching those games <laughs> yeah that will be a great match yep. up there uh john michaels from 680 the fan in atlanta it's heat and hawks tonight you will hear it here on 560 wqam solana will get you started at 615 with preheat uh i gotta ask you a couple of uh college stuff actually i want to talk about kane's basketball but i'm looking at crowder and it makes me think of florida and the hottest name coming out of the NFL Combine is Anthony Richardson. Are you, uh, are you thinking that this guy could be a, a great NFL quarterback? Could he be? Yeah, he's got all the physical tools. I mean, as much as I want to hate on it, when you run four four forty at 6'4 and 225 pounds, we had the conversation on our show, and the first person that comes to mind is Cam Newton. Now, the difference is, in college, Cam Newton won a national title by putting a team on his back. Anthony Richardson lost to Vanderbilt and Florida State and, you know, a bunch of other teams that Florida should have been better than, Kentucky to name a few. But if he gets in the right system, I can see where he's got potential to be really good. And I know one of the comparisons everybody's thrown out is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, mediocre in college. Now, granted, he played at Wyoming. Completion percentage was in the 50s. His first two years in the NFL, he completed about 50% of his passes. Then he gets Brian Dable and Ken Dorsey up there, and suddenly he turns into one of the best players in the NFL. Anthony Richardson, to me, is the ultimate boomer bust pick. Somebody's going to trade into probably the top six to get him, and he better pan out, or else you're going to be looking for a new GM and a new coach in a couple of years. Falcon fans are like, we got to take him. I said, we bet not take Anthony Richardson at number eight. Trade back, trade out, go get me Lamar Jackson. Do not 
go draft Anthony Richardson, although he, somebody is. He'll be a top-10 pick, and he earned himself a heck of a lot of money this past week in Indianapolis. And, John, it's the quarterback position is weird in this draft because, like you're saying, Anthony Richardson's the talk of the draft. C.J. Stroud is still there. Bryce Young's being criticized because he's 5'10", 203 pounds. Like, what, what, who is the best quarterback? Who do you think is going to come out on top of this draft? Because I don't know. I got asked this yesterday. Yeah, I don't know who will be the best eventually. I know if I'm drafting, it's either Stroud or, or Young. I don't care if Bryce Young is 3'8". I've watched that kid at the <laughs> highest level. I would love star. that, by the way. That would be, I would watch every game. Whoever drafts him at 3'8", I am watching every game. Hawk, they acted like he was 3'8". He's 5'10 and an 8". Yeah. Who gives a damn? Yeah. Drew Brees with a helmet on might have been six foot. He's one of the greatest passers ever. You know, Kyler Murray's mighty mouse over there. And granted, he, he got a coach fired. Wasn't all his fault. He can make plays. If you can play at this level, they'll tailor an offense around you. You're probably going to have Bryce Young in the shotgun 65 70% of the time. Look at what it did for Philadelphia. Granted, Jalen Hurts can run better than Bryce. Bryce can throw better than Jalen Hurts. Um, I like both of those guys. C.J. Stroud is the complete player. The only reason we knock C.J. Stroud is where he went to college and what happened with quarterbacks that came before him out of that system. Those two guys are good. I'd be petrified if I'm drafting Will Levis, if I'm drafting Anthony Richardson. You know, if you go down, Hendon Hooker I like, but, you know, again, is he a system guy? How does he recover from a knee injury? Uh, If I don't get one of the top two, I'd probably go in free agency and get a Jimmy Garoppolo, try to have him piece gap it or piecemeal it for a year or two, and then look for somebody else. You get uh, Derek Carr in the uh, in the division. And are you nervous? We couldn't even figure uh, out who the Falcons' quarterback is. Who is it? It's Desmond Ritter for today. Um, we'll see yeah, how that goes in Ritter. about a week yeah. when free agency opens. Uh, Derek Carr is a marginal quarterback. I, I won't say marginal. He's an average quarterback. He's probably 15th or 18th best in the league. Now he's the best in that division. It's Desmond Ritter, it's Kyle Trask, and it's Sam Darnold are the starting quarterbacks as of today to go along with Derek Carr. And what if I was going to ride with Ritter, who who like who who is you going to go get? Like you used to brought up Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's going to want a bunch of money because he just did what he did with the 49ers. Yeah, the rumor is uh, they may go after Lamar Jackson if uh, if Baltimore gives him the non-exclusive franchise tag, it would cost two first-round picks if Baltimore chooses not to match. Maybe they do that. The Falcons have about $70 million in cap space. They're actually second most, only behind the Chicago Bears. So they've got money to go get. Me personally, I would build everything else. The Falcons stink everywhere else. They have a good corner in A.J. Terrell, a really good defensive tackle in Grady Jarrett. Kyle Pitts is a, is a unicorn at tight end in Drake London. And they had a rookie running back named Tyler Algier who ran for over 1,000 yards. Outside of that, I, you need about 35 guys on the team to try to make it better. So I'd probably go everywhere else. Try to sign a backup type quarterback, you know, maybe a Tyler a Taylor Heineke, uh, maybe a Gardner Minshew, and ride with Desmond Ritter for a year and see if you can defend and run the ball and get into the playoffs. John Michaels, six eighty, the fan in Atlanta. You can follow him on Twitter at John Michaels U. He's a huge University of Miami fan, which is usually why we have him on to talk. So I will mention briefly here in closing, uh, quite a twist of events where you have a season where the football team, the Canes football team, doesn't even become bowl eligible, and the Canes basketball team wins the ACC. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a nice little plot twist, no? 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's the second time the Canes basketball team has won the ACC and the football team has yet to hold up yet their end of the bargain. It. Amazing. Dude, Jim Laranega has done such an awesome job to get Nigel Pack and uh, Norchad O'Meara uh, to come in through the transfer portal. Jordan Miller was a transfer a couple of years ago. Isaiah Wong sticks around. You know, I love what Wooga Poplar did on Saturday night. I really like our backup point guard in Bensley Joseph, who, by the way, Channing, have you done the Just Want to Rock dance yet, the little Uzi dance? Oh, damn, that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I try it. I don't know if I'm successful at it, though. Did you see Bensley on top of the ladder doing the dance? It's one of the coolest things you'll see. <laughs> I got to watch it. <laughs> I don't want to be a homer, but I'm going to be. That team has a legit chance, depending on the draw, to win the national title. I know the Florida State collapse was horrible. I was at the Georgia Tech collapse. They have led in the second half of every single game this year. And they've blown it a couple of times against solid teams on the road. And obviously the bad loss to Florida State and Georgia Tech. If that draw goes right, senior guards, play defense, animal rebounder and Omir underneath, he's got to stay out of foul trouble. They can at minimum do exactly what they did a year ago and make an Elite Eight run, if not further. I'm just upset that if they go to the Final Four, I won't get to go. Because our station somehow, and this is I'm not really upset, I'm kind of humble bragging here, we're going to the Bahamas with, with the station for six days starting on April 1st, which happens to be the day of the Final Four. So if Miami wins the national title in the Bahamas, there'll be video of me crying and potentially running butt naked through Nassau running around with nothing but a Miami hat on. Could be an April Fool's joke that uh, your station's playing on you. We have been told those are banned. If they play an April Fool's joke, there's going to be consequences and repercussions. What what app do I need to download to get this invitation to this Bahama trip? Yeah, how did uh, is are all the shows going or just the morning show? They just wanted the best show in the city to go, so they only chose our show. Very nice, man. That's going to be a good time. A week in the Bahamas. Yeah, we're there from uh, Saturday to Thursday. I like that, man. That's crazy. Yeah, John, and, you know, the basketball is great, and the congratulations. Your football team is getting coaches at Home Depot at 6 a.m. All right, that's knock one it thing. off. How dare you? <laughs> well, so wait a second. NFL Hall of Famers are coaches at Home yeah, Depot? Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> Conveniently forgetting Jason Taylor. Yeah, I'm a Very JT. convenient there. <laughs> All right. John Michaels, you can listen to him on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. You can follow him on Twitter at John Michaels U. Thank you as always, John. We always appreciate talking to you. Anytime, guys. There you go. John Michaels. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Mount Rushmore of nuts, cashews, pistachios, shelled peanuts, and D's. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.